Welcome to Spiritual Tea Talk. Grab your favorite cup of tea and come sit down and have a conversation with us, Michelles. Yay! Thank you for being here. We're rumbling right along. This is podcast number four. I know there's going to be a point at which we say, this is podcast 6,727. Wow. And imagine all the amazing conversations we would have had (laughs) with all of that time. Yes. So we're excited today. We were thinking about what we wanted to talk about, and we were both drawing a blank, which is very unusual for both of us. Yes. (laughs) So um, I suggested we pull a card, at which point... Michelle pulled out deck after deck after deck. Her first deck, her first deck she bought, her ultimate myriad of other decks that she has. And um, I feel being like you're calling me out on. No, I love it. I love all the card deck (laughs) collection. Her fetish. (laughs) It's card deck fetish. I didn't buy them all. Some of them were given to me. Oh, oh, Maui. Maui says hi. Maui says hi. He wants my shoe. Yes. Um, so I suggested... <laughs> I suggested that maybe we pull a card and we'll use that as our topic of conversation. So we pulled three different cards and we felt that the one we're going to talk about today was the one that felt most energetically viable um, for the times, for the way we were both feeling, and what we wanted to share with you all today. By the way, you should introduce yourself. My name is Michelle Lowry, and I'm an animal intuitive and soul expansion facilitator. My name is Michelle McEwen. I am a psychic medium, energy worker. So I like that soul expansion. Thank you facilitator (laughs) empowerment coach um animal communicator what else do i want to be this week i know right ever evolving ever evolving yeah ever expanding and this gets longer and longer that's right (laughs) so we are generally referred to as either double l for michelle McEwen or michelle for michelle lowry for you you can tell the difference probably by the different accents to know which one is which maybe michelle McEwen does not have a british accent she does not i don't even try (laughs) don't even try (laughs) so this is all really interesting because our topic of conversation today is all about your voice and speaking your truth and being willing to speak up and say what you feel And so the card deck that we decided on is called Believe in Your Own Magic by Amanda Lovelace. Beautiful last name. That's a really nice last name. And it's one of Michelle's decks. Uh, Seemed to be the one that we wanted to work with today. So Michelle, do you want to share the card that came up? Sure. So the card that Michelle, single L, picked was uh, Spaceship, which... I mean, isn't that funny that we do galactic work together? And of course, she picked Spaceship with mermaids singing and dancing in a circle up in space. That is the picture of the card. I love this deck, by the way, because the the artwork on it has these amazing women on it that are not like skinny stick figures. Some of them might be skinny. Nothing against skinny, skinny people. 
but um, there's a lot of curvy women in it. And I love that being a curvy woman myself. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the uh, card is number 43. It's a spaceship and it says, don't be afraid to sing. And uh, I know Michelle read the, the book, which if you learn how to do Oracle cards readings from me, you will learn that we do not read the book and we intuitively get our messages. But um, I do like what they said in the book too. Right, Maui? Maui's lecturing you also on that. <laughs> the book says, you've been made to believe that your voice that your unique point of view in this world isn't worthy of very much. Let me tell you, that couldn't be further from the truth. Your words are worth all the stars in the night sky. So don't forget to sing whenever you have the chance. Your voice is powerful enough to sink a dozen spaceships. No! I just... <laughs> <laughs> I could I think thank you for that because that would usually be me doing that. I sing any chance I get. Um this card was so powerful about about using our voice and how many of us have issues with our throat chakra with speaking our truth with speaking up for ourselves or even being heard. Maybe we speak, but people don't pay attention to us. And so I love that we're talking about this topic today. And um, like, how can we use our voice and why should we use our voice and and speak about who we are? And, and I guess when we speak our voice, it's not just using our throat chakra, but it's using our heart chakra also because our heart is worth where our truth lies. And just like like our throat chakra is not only just about speaking our truth, but it's walking our truth. It's showing up in our truth. But maybe we don't know what our truth is, right? So how do we find what our truth is? Yeah, I feel that we are guided in our childhood as to what others think our truth is. And then we grow up and we have this belief system that this is who we are and this is what we're supposed to do and this is what we're supposed to how we're supposed to show up. And then I feel there's some point in everybody's life where something happens and it's a wake up call of some kind and all of a sudden everything that's been a struggle or hard to express suddenly becomes super easy because you're actually living in your truth. The throat chakra for me has been quite the journey. I, as a child, I was so quiet. I was so meek. You would never know it if you know me now, where I was when I was much younger. I had no voice, no opinion. I didn't speak up about anything. And I spent most of my time around animals and you don't have to speak verbally with them because you can speak telepathically. Um, and so I didn't really have to use my voice. And I found over time that that became frustrating, that I wanted to say things, but I was always nervous about speaking up and saying whatever it is that I wanted to say. Um, at school, very often, I wasn't the one that would put my hand up in class and say something. And um, 
normally because I didn't know the answer. But then when I was picked on by the teacher to say something, I was so quiet that I couldn't find a voice to speak with. So this for me is actually a pretty cool topic because I've gone from not saying anything to never <laughs> being quiet. Um, and I talk for a living now. So, you know, there that just shows you how your truth can come out. One of the things that I learned many, many years ago was why to speak your truth. And what I was taught was that when you speak your truth and you speak it from the heart, not only do the right words come out for you to share, but you're also allowing other people to hear you. And very often for me anyway, when I didn't speak up, it was because I didn't know what the reaction would be for the other person. I didn't know if it would end up being confrontational. I didn't know if I was sure about what I was saying. I had no self-esteem or self-confidence. And so I didn't, I didn't verbalize anything. And then I learned that it's okay to verbalize and there is no right or wrong to everything. And you're just speaking what you feel and how you sense something around you and then allowing other people to receive it. However, they're going to receive it. That took me a long, long time to really honor and respect in my speaking up and other people's response and other people's receiving. And when I realized that everyone's going to receive something completely differently, but as long as I was telling my truth and I didn't take anything personally, that it allowed me that free flow. We picked a card that had flow on it. Yeah, we did. That allowed me the free flow to continue to find my voice and um, the voice that I have now is one that I've worked really hard to be able to share. And here I am doing a podcast. Right. Which is all voice. It's all voice. I, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, as you're telling your story, I started thinking about back to my story and um, my childhood. And I had a bit of a similar situation where it wasn't more of like, I just communicated with animals, but, and I, I come from a pretty loud family. Like my dad's side, there's, there's eight kids and then there's a lot of us cousins and stuff like that. So we're pretty loud. And if you want to be heard, you have to be loud to be heard. So a lot of times I was quiet, but also in school, I struggled because, um, of the, learning disability that I have of, um, so I have dyslexia, I have, um, visual and audio. And so audio dyslexia means that, uh, you could say a word to me, but I will most likely not hear the word correctly and will repeat it to you incorrectly every single time. And I don't even know, like, I think I'm saying it to you as you're saying it to me. So uh, I never wanted to be called on in, in class for, um, for reading or vocab or anything and, and created a, like, an energy of being invisible. So most of my school career, I wanted to be invisible and not be seen and not be heard because of this. And I, as I got older and um, of course I did not allow this to hold me back. I learned how to work with how I learn and how my brain functions. I um, 
I started realizing that this wasn't a struggle. It wasn't a disability. It was more of an ability. Like, so they say that people who have dyslexia in this lifetime may have been code writers in a past life. Makes sense, right? But what I realized is that uh, my soul chose this path for me because it, I had to think outside of the box all the time. I, I don't think like anybody else. I've never thought like anybody else. I never learned like anybody else. I had to figure out how do I, how do I speak? How do I learn? How can I retain? And, um, and so I have that ability now to see how other people learn also and help them learn the way that they can retain that information. But coming into a world where I do, I speak for a living also, um, I did a lot of work on my throat chakra and a lot about finding out my truth and stepping into my truth and who I am and not being, uh, not shying away from, from my truth or, um, being afraid of other people, how other people would react to me speaking my truth and not holding responsibility of their responses. That was a big lesson for me. And I mean, I love to sing. I'm (laughs) not a professional singer. When I was the child, I wanted to be an opera singer. I still think I could sing opera like by myself. I have a beautiful voice. (laughs) It's gorgeous. I will not sing for you right now. Maybe another time. I'm still getting over this cold. (laughs) But um, I had to learn to find my voice and speak clearly and be able to step into my truth, walk my truth, be my truth. And and vocalize and and take off that invisible cloak for all you Harry Potter fans out there. Take off that invisible cloak that I put on so long ago, because if I want to be a public speaker, if I want to get on stage, which I've gone on stage and spoken and everything, uh, I can't be invisible. If I want to share my my truth with the world, I can't be invisible. I have to be visible and maybe not necessarily be comfortable with the visibility, but um, be strong enough to be uncomfortable about it. I love that. And I also feel that the people that you attract when you are speaking your truth and when you are being honor, honoring who you are, I think that's a big one. It took me a long time to talk about what I do for a living because for some people it's way, way out there. And for some people they glom on because this is something that they're really interested in or they know they have the same gift and they want to talk to somebody about it. Um, But to actually stand in the power of saying, this is who I am and this is what I do and talk about the spirit world and talk about heart love and talk about connecting into other dimensions. I never used to speak up. And now I do, and but I also honor the people that I might have around me. So I might speak up about something and then I'm feeling out the response from the person. And if that response really feels like they're not engaging in any way, 
then I don't keep talking about that same topic. I will find another topic to talk about, or they might chime in and switch the topic, and then I go with that topic. So it's not that I have to keep going in order for someone to really engage in what I'm saying. It's about the ability to speak up. What I've also found more recently to be really fascinating is that in the animal communication world, very often our animals will touch on some really tender topics within the family that I'm engaging with. And some of those topics can be uh, people that have passed away. Um, I've actually had animals tell me about miscarriages that people have had. And when you don't know somebody and you don't know their history, that's a very tender topic to start embracing into in order to get the message from the animal across to the people. And so I've worked with my guides really closely and I've asked them, how do I give these people the words that they can understand the message coming from their animal? Because that's ultimately my job, but in a way that's very um, conscious, that's very respectful. And what I've learned to do over the years is ask a question rather than make a statement. And what I have found is that when I ask a question, um, they come back with the with the answer to that question. And so then the information's coming from them and not directly from me. And it seems to work really, really well. That sometimes is even more powerful. Uh, sorry, I didn't I mean agree. to interrupt, no, but no, no, I wanted that's, to say yeah, like- absolutely. Sometimes it's even more powerful. Yes, it definitely is. The other thing that has been a great tool for me that maybe some of you listening um, might find helpful is that if I'm in a situation where I need to have a conversation or I'm standing up to be a speaker or I'm doing the animal communication or I'm in a healing session, whatever's going on, I now will say to my guides, give me the words that the other person will hear. Give me the words mm. that the other person will hear. And that allows my guides to come through and connect with their guides so that the conversation is one that can be felt and heard by them because that's far more important than what I think I should say or the way I think I should say it. So the guidance coming through now for my throat chakra to be in complete alignment is coming through channeled from my guides. I use that same technique. Um, I will call upon the angels and ask them, please give me the words for both of, to, for both of us. Lisa, please. Maui is being very vocal today. So if, <laughs> you're, hearing, him. if you're hearing whining and barking and all that kind of thing, it's, it's Maui being it's, his true self. It's Maui speaking his truth. <laughs> um, what I also, I know there's times that it's not beneficial for us to speak our truth. And what do you do with that? So sometimes when we, for us to speak our truth, it's just going to cause more heartache, more pain or a situation we just don't want to get into. So what do you do with that? And um, a technique that I use is writing and burning. You'll probably hear this several times from me because it's one of my favorite techniques is that I will write down my truth. So I am getting it out. So if either that I'm sorry, I'm driving him crazy. Either I um, will write them a letter or just speak my truth. And then I will rip it up and I will burn it. And that way I'm not holding on to my truth. 
I'm releasing it, but the universe is helping me transform that into something positive too. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And it also helps to keep our, our throat chakra healthy. It helps to keep um, the vocal cords healthy. It helps to keep our heart healthy because when you speak your truth, you're coming from your heart center, not your mind. And so there's this beautiful flow of energy that goes from your heart into your throat in order to vocalize or sing or play an instrument, whatever that the, the expression of that is for, for you. And it's very um, independent and it's separate for everybody as to what that looks like. But knowing that if you have this real desire to say something and to share, then perhaps it's a way of reaching up to your guides or sitting and breathing for a couple of minutes and asking your guides or asking your heart, how do I share this? When do I share this? What is good timing for this? Do I share it or do I, like Michelle said, do I just write it down and burn it because I still need to get it out to stay healthy? But does the other person really need this either at this time or, or at all? And a lot of that can be, it's 333. A lot of that can also be um, very often the things that we want to say, if they're more challenging to say, can be nothing to do with the other person and everything to do with us and our own healing. So there's a lot of different things to navigate. And it may sound complicated, but if you stop and ask the question of yourself and your guides, generally speaking, you're going to know somewhere in your body, you're going to know when you are thinking your truth or speaking your truth or knowing that this is something to be said or not said. Your body is also a great tool to use <coughs> in order to um, navigate certain situations. That's awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Can we talk about the voice as a healing tool? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Here you go. You can take okay. over the treats now. We're feeding Maui so that he's got something to do while we chat. <laughs> we're, so. we're having him eat his emotions. If you hear crunching and shaking of bags, that's what's going on. We're multitasking. Today. Yes. So our voices is a healing tool within itself. Because so sound healing, you, maybe most of you have heard of sound healing. What Why sound is a healing tool for us is that what it is, is that the vibration resonates with us, like with the water, the cells within us, and starts shaking the cells and opens up the cells and helps us release energy, emotions, uh, and energy that we're ready to release, whatever that is. Um, I've had physical healings um with when i've gone to sound baths and stuff like that but the other part of it is uh using our voice for toning so we could make our own music we can make our own sounds to heal ourselves the uh most of us have heard of the own chanting that that's kind of like what we are doing. So you you could do the the vowels, the and you keep doing that. You take a deep breath in. We let's all try that with Yay. um uh, let's do that. <laughs> so if you take a close your eyes, it's always oh, unless you're driving, don't close your eyes. But take a deep breath in. 
and go, ah, as long as she want to go, as loud, as quiet, whatever octave, there's no right or wrong way, whatever sound comes out. Just allow yourself to naturally connect with your body and allow that flow to happen. And once we do this for a while, you can start feeling a shift within yourself. Uh, There's sometimes that I use a certain octave to release something out of an energy, an entity, whatever, out of someone or raise their vibration to the to the highest vibration with the angels and the divine mother. Um, If you've had a session with me, you might hear me go, and raise their vibration. So sometimes when people are on the table and I feel an energy stuck within them and it's not for me to release, but for them to release, I'll have them start toning right along with me um, to give them that support. And they can actually feel that stuck energy moving up through their body, through their throat and out of their mouth. It's so powerful. So I encourage you all to take a minute a day, take some deep breaths and tone, tone, even Ohm, ohm, right? We could do that. Let's do that one together. Um... <sighs> Maui had to participate by squeaking his toy. Thank you, Maui. You for know what I love energy. about the ohm is I always feel the vibration go right through my body. It's such right? a beautiful reset. And if you put your tongue, like have your tongue touch the roof of your mouth, it's even more powerful. So um, in Kundalini, when we we do a lot of chanting, and uh, that's one of the things, like as much as you can, have your the tongue touch the top of your mouth. And there's like this grounding that happens. I don't know, for me, I could then feel it within my body, like... I can literally feel my body start vibrating. So if you listen to chanting music, if you're in the car, just um, do a little toning. If you feel stuck energy, if you feel stuck in life, tone. Feel stuck in traffic. Feel stuck in traffic. (laughs) Tone or sing. A lot of times when I'm looking to shift my energy, I sing a song. Well, I'm always singing anyways, but... (laughs) Yeah, I can make anything. My life, I think my life is a musical. <laughs> so I use I use music a lot for shifting energy and in my everyday life. I pay attention to what I listen to and everything like that. I know that we're coming close to the we are. time's up. Time always goes so fast. It does. It does. Oh, Maui wants to participate. Um, so I leave you with toning every day, connecting with your heart chakra, because when we connect with our heart chakra, when we connect with the energy of love, 
we can't do anything wrong. It's just amazing. It leads us in the right direction every time. So take a few moments for yourself to connect to who you are and what your truth is and start speaking up. Yeah. Being heard. Be sing. heard. Sing on the top of your lungs. Sing like nobody's listening. Every day. Every day. Bring out that inner child. Sing songs. <laughs> I had to do it too now. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to have a singing battle. <laughs> Sing off. Ooh, opera. We're going, we're go taking this show on the road. We are. We're going to be the opera singing uh, uh, psychics. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Intuitives. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we want to thank you all so very much for listening, for being here. Thank you. Please check out the other podcasts if you haven't listened to them yet. Uh, we would love your feedback. Let us know what you might like us to chat about. And um, we will channel it through and uh, support you any way that we can. So thank you. Thank you so much thank for being you. here. Much love to you all. And we'll see you next Many week. Many blessings and lots of love. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. Bye-bye.